Hey everyone, welcome to the NateHoldridge.com podcast, where we're just taking a look at some of Pastor Nate's articles that he's written at NateHoldridge.com and digging just a little bit deeper. Today, we're looking at his article entitled, Fasting for Beginners. Let's get into it. Fasting is rewarding. Of giving, prayer, and also fasting, Jesus said, Your father who sees in secret will reward you. There may be a thousand and one ways that a believer benefits from fasting, but we must remember we don't want to fast in order to become impressed with ourselves, but with our Lord. This is perhaps the greatest reward of all. So Nate, when was the last time you fasted? Oh, bro, that's awkward. Is that like, is that weird? Like asking a woman if she's pregnant or that's something? That's a like no that? go question. You can't go there, you know, because then, like, the answer, no matter what, just has the wrong, wrong conclusion. Yeah, there's always because something if, wrong with if that. If I answer. tell you, like, well, like right now, then it's just like, boom, drop the mic. This guy's so spiritual. Dang. And then if I say, uh, 1999. <laughs> You're like, what's wrong with you? Aren't you even a Christian? <laughs> Suffice it to say, it's a regular part of my life. <laughs> Good, that's a great answer. Great answer. <laughs> Dude, I love your article about fasting. One of my favorite parts is that it's not for the advanced. I love that <laughs> yeah, it's totally. fasting for beginners. And I like how you crafted it too, because it's just like, you know, the beginners need help. Like guys like me, like the people in our church, I know there's probably some people who fast a lot, maybe people who have never fasted before, and to be able to give some advice for the um, the novice is just yeah, like totally. so rad. I mean, I'll be honest, the longest I've ever gone in a fast is the five-day fast. And usually for me, it's like a day or two. So, you know, to do like any advanced fasting kind right. of like post I just haven't gone there. You know, Mm -hmm. I was listening to my friend David Guzik teach recently, and he was talking about his uh, father-in-law who fasts very regularly Mm -hmm. and apparently uh, frequently does like a 20-day fast. And, um, you know, I'd love to read a post from that guy. (laughs) (laughs) But, but, you know, I'm sure there are things that, you know, he could say and write about and people that are more experienced. But I just had to come at it from the level that, you know, I've gone to in it. Yeah, for sure. I love to kind of, as the conversation goes on, talk to you about, um, you know, just why certain amount of times for fasting and kind of the whole purpose of that. But one of the cool things that you do in this article is that you get to a bit of like the heart of fasting, like to kind of start it out. And then you get some practical insight into like your own life a little bit and how you fasted and just some practices that anybody can really pick up for fasting. But before we talk about that, just to kind of set the record straight, can you kind of just give us like a synopsis almost of what fasting is? Okay. Yeah. Well, the a great way to understand what fasting is is to remember what it's not. Okay. It is not a hunger strike hmm. against God. You know, I'm not going to eat God until you hmm. yeah. tell me what I want you to tell me, do what I want you to do, you know, that kind of thing. And we can get ourselves into trouble when we treat it in that kind of way. Because you do, in the fast, pray. You do, in the fast, seek God's will and power and strength for your life. 
Uh, but this isn't, isn't a way for us to like get God to do what we want him to do. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just, it's in a sense, it's another form of prayer where you're in, in prayer. We want to submit ourselves to God and his will, his plan for our lives. So fasting, I think that, I think a great, there's a lot of different ways to define fasting, but I think one great way to define fasting is to say simply this in fasting, you are actively placing the body underneath the spirit. Hmm. We know from the Bible that we are spiritual beings, but we have these bodies. So in fasting, you are actually taking the body and putting it underneath the spiritual man. You are telling the body, this is what you are going to do. You are subservient to the spiritual side of me. Because, you know, before we come to Christ, obviously, really all we are is that bodily, fleshly kind of person. But when we come to Christ, we're regenerated, we're redeemed, and the spiritual man is now given life. We're in Mm -hmm. Christ, we're in him, we're a new creation. So fasting is a way for us to live out that new nature and creation while still feeling the obvious hunger of the body because God has given it to us. And so, but it's just a way to say it is now subservient to the order is proper and appropriate. Wow. Wow. Okay, cool. Did you just say Rao? I think I just said, I think I said Rao. It was so exciting to me the way you were describing that. It was like Rao. (laughs) Oh, mind blowing. It's just a cool paradigm shift to think of that. You know, I think we typically think of our bodies as being the dominant kind of thing that we have to listen to because we we eat, we sleep, you know, we try to rest and everything. But for you to say that, I think that's very clear that in a fast, what we're trying to do is put our bodies below the spirit, put the spirit above our body, subject our bodies to the spirit. Mm -hmm, Which is good to do from time to time. So this is why we're not always fasting. Mm -hmm. And we, we do it, though, from time to time because... Let's get it straight. The physical realm is not inherently evil. Right. So food is not inherently evil. It's not right. a bad thing. Hmm. Sex is not a bad thing. Uh, you know, enjoyment with our friends is not a bad thing. You know, sometimes people think that enjoyment equals carnality right. or something like that. Hmm. But that's not what Jesus teaches. Uh, you know, we... the. The disciples, when the bridegroom was with them, they rejoiced and they Mm -hmm. did not fast. It was party time. It was celebration time. There's Jesus. And there are seasons, of course, in life where fasting would be totally inappropriate (laughs) because it is time to celebrate and have joy. Uh, I did not pray even twice about fasting on the day of my wedding. You know, that was a celebratory kind of time and moment. So, But there are good times for us to say, man, I'm going to fast. I want to I want to pray. I want to seek the Lord in a special and more intense kind of way. I want to, you know, bring the flesh over the or the uh, spirit over the flesh in a fresh way. And so I'm going to do that through through the fast. Yeah. But it's not a legalistic kind of thing. It's not a thing where we're trying to say the spiritual realm uh, or the anything in the fleshly realm better said is an evil thing. That's right. not what we're saying. It's good that we eat. It's good that we're in the physical realm. It just is helpful to remember, but we're primarily spiritual beings, which, as you just huh, said, yeah. we can sometimes forget. Totally. So with that, what what would you say to somebody who asks 
uh, when, when should I fast? I, I feel like maybe I should be, but what would you say is like a good time to do it? Or maybe we can kind of just jump into why we would fast as a Christian. Oh man, the when question is, <laughs> it's kind of a dangerous question, yeah. right? Because, you know, the Pharisees were very willing to answer that question. Right. Monday and Thursday, mm-hmm. every, every week. week. That's right. Um, so it's really hard, I think, for us to say. You know, some people, man, their lives, like the stuff they go through, they will probably naturally just fast more than someone else. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you read through the Old Testament, you see that the, a lot of fasts were simply responsive. There was mm-hmm. nothing planned about them. But when a disaster struck or sin was seen in the camp and that like heaviness hit a person's heart, they just stopped eating. And some people, as they go through life, they just, whether it's the design that they have or stuff just hits them hard, or just the reality of their lives. They go through a lot of hard, painful things. Some people will just fast naturally more than others because mm-hmm. of some of the difficulties and the pains of life. But beyond that, you know, because those are fasts that are responsive to difficulty uh, in life, I think beyond that, <clears throat> just need to seek the Lord, mm-hmm. you know, and ask yeah. Him, you know, hey, do you want me to, do you want me to do that? You know, do you want me to pray and seek you in that kind of way? Um, you know, I know I'm sure some of you listening to this are, might be thinking to yourself, well, you know, I could, uh, wouldn't be a bad thing to lose a few pounds, you know, might be a good, healthy, physical thing for me to fast a little more often, but that's not why we make this decision. Mm. You know, um, we make this decision when it comes to seeking the Lord. So I can just tell you from my own standpoint, yeah. um, I think about like the, a lot of times I'll fast before uh, what I perceive to be a big decision hmm. that I that I know is looming that I need to make, and then also a big season of life, like a you know where we're getting closer to uh, a time where there's going to be some real intense teaching subjects that I'm going to be going through as we're moving through the Bible, or a new fresh ministry opportunity, uh, hmm. maybe a guest speaking thing that I'm going to do that I know is like. Uh, going to be hard for me or a fresh opportunity and I really want to seek the Lord about it. Um, a decision in our family, a mm, uh, yeah. fork in the road kind of thing where I need to seek him. I'll fast a lot of times if I'm planning it in that kind of way. Right. And that's one way. And then other times I'll just take a day or so to just say like, I don't know why, but <laughs> today yeah. Or that, you know, next week on that day, I'm just going to refrain from eating. I'm going to seek the Lord and, you know, just throughout my day, just be conscious as I'm experiencing that hunger pain of Jesus and his work for me, the suffering he went through. And I'm just going to pray in those moments when I feel hunger, I'm just going to quickly pray. And so that'd be how I would, you know, myself, yeah. how I've decided when I'm going to fast. You know, it's mostly the prompting of the spirit. Although you do see that, of course, in the Bible, times of disaster and where they would respond, you know, in in fasting. Yeah, that's interesting. So So, that's the when. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love it. It's cool to hear you talk about it as being like a responsive kind of thing to the Lord and maybe even just kind of like a preparatory thing because I, I think I would naturally, you know, just like in my flesh, I would say, man, like something big's coming up or I'm going to have a big time of like serving the Lord going out. 
I'm gonna be like, man, I should just rest. I need to Netflix it up. I need to go on vacation or something like that. But um, and you might need that too, right? That's that's true too. There may there are those times for rest and that time to just like chill out a bit. But what a cool way to seek the Lord, I guess, is what I'm trying to say, and what it sounds like you're saying too, just to put your body underneath the spear and just say, God, like I, I'm yours and I want you to lead my life in a sense. Yeah. That's really sweet. At, at this point in my life, um, I've probably only maybe once had a responsive fast in the sense of it was a disaster mm. and I just couldn't eat. Yeah. Right. Um, maybe once or twice, but there is another version of a responsive kind of fast that I'll do from time to time. And what it's usually connected to is when I'm feeling super fleshy and just lacking the requisite self-control in my life where I'm not able to be focused, disciplined, um, you know, on task. Yeah. And I'm just feeling that, you know, and just like, man, I'm just having a hard time just Sticking with it, staying the course, doing my role, my responsibility, my job, you know, and and wanting to get that strength again. Right. And so sometimes I'll I'll fast in in response, you know, to that because it's you know it really is like this thing where you're saying I want to eat. Right. I that's my appetite Your right now. Grumbling. That's what I yeah. want to do, mm-hmm. but I will not do it. Yeah. For this moment, I will not do it. And the Lord will strengthen me yeah. to get through it in that moment. Because that's what you need when you're like doing your work and you're sitting at your computer, you're working and you're like, ah, I want to check the news, you know, and you're, you're like feeling that temptation. You need the strength to say no. You know, I mean, that's another podcast right, in right. of itself, you know, but you know, you, you want the strength of the Lord in that moment. So some, sometimes I've fasted like in response to that kind yeah. of thing. Like I need, I need more discipline in my yeah. life. Wow. That's cool. Hmm. Some yeah. of the other reasons, you know, to fast I, and you know, these are all in the article, so we don't need to, you know, rehash every one, right. but in the Bible, you see these various things. I mean, Jesus said in Matthew six sixteen to 18, that when we fast, uh, appropriately, not with hypocrisy like the Pharisees, not to be seen by men, but when we fast appropriately, our Father who sees in secret will reward you. I love that. So I just kind of mentioned a few that are in the Bible. You know, there were moments where they would fast uh, to help them grieve a death uh, mm. that was tragic. And sometimes that's just a natural course. Someone dies, you can't eat kind of yeah. thing. But fasting would help. In in that way, so kind of the reward of being able to deal with uh, death. Uh, Fasting can operate in tandem with repentance or of sin or pressures in life. And uh, sometimes when you're feeling overwhelmed or there's something you need to confess or you're just mourning because of the sin in someone else's life, like Ezra did, we would fast in that moment. Uh, Sometimes we are looking for God's guidance and aid. Uh, Ezra is a good example of this as well. When they fasted to just seek the Lord about, like, what do we do right. with this sin that has come into Israel at this time? We need God's wisdom. And they would pray and seek the Lord for that kind of guidance and that kind of aid. Sometimes through the fast, God's guidance will be given. Although I think it's important to say that 
you know, like I said, it's not a hunger strike. So I don't even know that we can necessarily expect that during the fast we're going to get the wisdom. It might right. be just you just have to trust the Lord. You know that wow. maybe later the wisdom's going to come. It might mm-hmm. be two, three, four months after I've completed the fast. Um, probably one of the biggest mistakes I ever made in fasting had to do with that concept. Mm-hmm. Like I am not going to let you go until you give me the answer right, right. that I need. And I think. That, uh, you know, I was sensing the Lord, I was getting his wisdom, but the way I appropriated it and announced right. it to the people that were in my life, it was just, I mm. was just so blundering and, uh, and just kind of rough and abusive and raw in the delivery of that yeah. wisdom. I needed to wait, you know, mm. and, and, and sit on it for a little bit. However, God's guidance can be given uh, in the fast. Uh, and then also, you know, pursuit of victory. Uh, for others or for the self, you know, that the captive is set free, yeah, Isaiah 58, that. verse 6. So, you know, <clears throat> if there's like a besetting sin, you know, that someone wants to get over and past, fasting is a great way to really seek the Lord for that spiritual strength and help to be able uh, to overcome. Yeah. Uh, but those are just some mentioned in the Bible. And, you know, Jesus just said, your father who sees in secret will reward you. Sometimes it's just the reward of perspective. Sometimes yeah, it's the it's reward true. of self-control. Sometimes it's a reward of just, I mean, the, the big reward in all of it, the overarching theme is uh, fellowship with God. Huh, That's really yeah. it. You know, it's just fellowship with God. It's a, it's a, it's a different level of closeness with God. Because there's just something, there's something so, I mean, the, the whole gospel is counterintuitive. There's something so counterintuitive about it. Like you yeah. feel like, I, I would feel closer to God when I'm full and there's <laughs> laughter, right? Wouldn't that be the yeah. case? And you know, not that not that you can't sense God in those times, yeah. but that's a lot of times when people actually turn from the Lord. Yeah, it's true. In the, it's in the mm. desert, you know, it's in the dryness that sometimes you get Maybe not a sweeter, but a different kind of yeah, depth with different. God. So as you fast, you know, the greatest reward of all is God and just enjoying him, experiencing him in a fresh way. Wow, that's cool. That reward is so sweet, man. Maybe there's um, somebody listening to this podcast, Nate, and they're listening to you and they're thinking, you know, like, man, somebody in my family did just pass away. I- I'm feeling this um, desire to fast, to be co- be close with the Lord or yeah, I am struggling in a certain area. I want to have self-control. I want more discipline in my life. So I feel like maybe I should pull close to the Lord through fasting. Maybe there's somebody listening who's feeling that. What what would you say to that person who maybe maybe they're feeling that, but they've never fasted before. They they eat every meal and um, when they're hungry, they're just like, I'm going to eat. And um, what, what would you say is like a good, I don't know, like maybe some first steps towards fasting or maybe like some things to look out for in fasting so you can persevere. Do you have any kind of insight or advice for that? Yeah, totally. I think, you know, uh, one of the first things is to, you know, in the Bible, uh, fasting is, uh, you know, sometimes people wonder, can I fast from just like a thing here or there? Um, And, you know, you're welcome to do that. But in the Bible, the normal fast is abstinence from all calories, okay. you know, so it's yeah. not like they weren't 
making up these like 2000 calorie smoothies, you know, and calling that a fast. <laughs> it was just abstinence from all yeah. uh, calories. Okay. And so, you know, kind of having that in mind, I know Daniel, you know, he decided, you know, just like Israel did that they weren't going to defile themselves with certain food and stuff like that. But that's, that's, I, I mean, people call that a partial fast, but yeah. it's really kind of just the way that Israel always ate. Daniel was abstaining from that stuff, but he still was consuming calories and mm-hmm. everything. So that is, you know, a possibility. Like I'm going to abstain from uh, the news for a couple of weeks right, or something right. like that. Uh, that might be good and helpful and healthy. But in the Bible, the fast is normally just total abstinence from food. And then sometimes you get an absolute fast where there's no water as wow. well. And I wouldn't yeah. recommend right, that. Yeah. I think it's just, you know, the ceasing from, from eating food. So, you know, I think some words of uh, counsel would be, you know, start small. Mm-hmm. Um, don't, you know, be going through the Gospels and come to the uh, moment where Jesus goes out to the wilderness for 40 <laughs> I days. I always think about that. And you're like, here we go. I'm doing the 40-day fast. Um, you know, that can be dangerous, right. you know, and, and if right. you were ever to go on, you know, a ultra long fast like that, it'd be really important that, um, you're around other people hmm. and, uh, that they have, you know, the ability to be, you know, with you. Cause you know, our bodies are fragile, but our minds are fragile also. So yeah. if you're like alone and you're fasting for mm-hmm. a really long time, who knows what kind of crazy thoughts you might have and some of the things you might do, you know, so mm-hmm. being around people. But start small, you know, if, if you've never skipped a meal, you know, s- skip a meal. Mm-hmm. If you've, you know, then after you do that, maybe try like sun up to sun down, you know, kind of fast, you know, like eat before the sun rises and then eat after the sun sets, you yeah. know, kind of thing. And then, you know, stretch it out to do a 24 hour uh, fast. And then, you know, maybe uh, like a three-day uh, fast. And then, you know, if you feel led uh, at some point to go longer than that. So I think starting small is helpful. Mm-hmm. Remember, though, as you're doing that, that those fir- that first day is brutal. It's <laughs> yeah. really hard. Mm-hmm. And sometimes people think if it's this hard on day one, then day two is going to be twice as hard. Day three is going to be three times as hard and so forth. That's not always the case, actually. Your hunger begins to subside a little bit. So a lot of times the first day is the gnarliest day, the hardest day. So don't be overly discouraged by that because there there will be an intensity of hunger that that comes upon you. Uh, I think planning is also good, you know, if Mm -hmm. it's not like a responsive kind of fast, but uh, planning. You know, when when I'm going to fast, especially if it's for any, you know, serious length of time, I try to tell Christina about it. Mm. I don't believe that to be a violation of Jesus's comments in Matthew chapter six, that we're not to um, disfigure our faces and that, you know, we're not that we need to keep our fasting private and secret. There's just no way around it with some of the people in your life. True. You know, you're, yeah. you're, you're not going to be eating meals with them um, and all of that. And that isn't if that's not normal, then they're going to want to know, like, why aren't you eating? Why aren't you doing that kind of stuff? I think the the thrust or the emphasis that Jesus has is it's about combating the hypocrisy mm-hmm. and the hypocrisy has a motivation for other people to know. So there might be times that people need to know, but if you're, mo- you, you just don't want that to be your motivation. Right. So in planning, I'll tell, you know, key people like that, like, Hey, you know, babe, I'm, I'm going to, 
I'm not going to have family breakfast, you mm-hmm. know, on Saturday morning with everybody because this is what I'm doing or something like that. Yeah. Um, but I like to, you know, have some days uh, on the calendar that I'll say this will mm, be my, cool. you know, time that I'm going to uh, fast. Sometimes I know like way out in advance, sometimes, um, you know, just a couple of days or a day before. Uh, and then just have real low expectations as you go mm, through it. You yeah. know, for me. Uh, you know, I remember hearing before, uh, earlier in my Christian life, that any time that I was eating, I should be praying. And um, if I had a half an hour lunch break, I should go and I should pray during that half an hour. And that might be a good suggestion, but uh, I haven't found that command in the mm. Bible either. Yeah. And a lot of fasting is just simply surviving. Mm. And so, you know, prayer is good and beautiful, and to go on a walk with the Lord and to seek Him is good and beautiful. But, you know, we have jobs, we have right. life, we have things we need to do, people we need to see and be with. So some of it is just surviving and just kind of mm-hmm. getting through the difficulty of abstaining uh, from food uh, for a little while. <clears throat> yeah. What I love about that, it sounds like, is that there's there is flexibility in it. Like you mentioned earlier about how the Pharisees would, would fast two times a week very religiously and um, would put pressure on people or like a condemnation on people who don't do it the way they do it. But the way you're kind of describing it is that there there is a little bit of flexibility and there isn't um, maybe one way to do it other than to subject your body under the spirit to Christ. And the primary way of doing that is by actually just not consuming calories, which is... I think just a really, man, like almost like a freeing way to think of fasting too. Not as like a burden that like I can't eat. I have to, I have to pursue the Lord. But man, I'm going you, to yeah. You might this the, way. the truth is that you might really be battling yeah. at some point. You know, you might need to take a nap. Uh, you might meet, need hmm. to just read a book for yeah. a little while. You know, just to kind of get your mind off of the fact that your body isn't taking in <laughs> yeah. food. I mean, obviously prayer is ideal and good, yeah, but you, you might not always be able to do that. Some quick kind of things that I would mention, and these are all in the article, but you know, if you if you uh, drink a coffee daily, mm-hmm. uh, you should either quit drinking coffee a few days before your fast or call. just continue drinking coffee during the fast, black without any calories. Uh, because you know, if you're used to drinking coffee every morning, you might get a little bit of a headache for mm-hmm. a day or two as your body gets used to not having that caffeine anymore. So doing that while fasting is kind of rough. Yeah. Uh, if you have a dietary like issue where your doctor says, no, that's no bueno, you can't be doing that, then you need to stick with that. that that'd be my advice. I wouldn't you know, ignore your physician's uh, advice. Uh, if you are a regular exerciser, you know, like I am, I, I enjoy running. Uh, and I have to kind of taper my expectations if I'm fasting. You know, I, I might get out there and still do a, mm. a brief run, um, but I slow way down. I bring lots of water with me. I walk when necessary. Mm. And I just don't have any expectation that this is going to be anything that I can really push myself. It's just to kind of get the lungs going, to stay moving. But I want to be safe as well. You know, and the last thing I need is to be falling over out there in the woods oh, somewhere by myself, you know. <laughs> yeah. So I try to be really careful. That's good. And, you know, for me, that there's a balance there too, because 
Um, I think in this culture that we live in, it's very easy to get addicted to mm-hmm. exercise and yeah. physique and stuff like that. And so it might be a good time for someone to just set that down and say, you know what, I'm That's not even good. going to exercise during that season at all. I mean, you can move and walk and everything. I think that's that's good. And, um, you know, I think I think the big thing in all this, Riley, I mean, we've just spent, you know, almost half an hour talking about fasting. Right. The, the Bible really doesn't have a ton for us about fasting. I mean, they had one fast in ancient Israel that they right. practiced. Right. So... You know, it really doesn't make a huge deal out of it. I almost feel awkward spending 30 (laughs) minutes talking about it because it's like it's really not a massive area of the Christian life. It just feels like an area of mystery sometimes. So it's good to kind of take Mm -hmm. the mystery out of it and just talk about it a little bit. But at the end of the day, it's hard to read even one chapter in the Bible without seeing something about prayer. I mean, prayer... If fasting is like this teeny little <laughs> portion yeah. of prayer, you know, this mega subject of seeking yeah. God. So, I mean, at the end of the day, if anything, it's like, well, if we fast, when we fast, how we fast, that's one thing. But, man, we're to pray. We're to seek the Lord. We're to be a spiritual people who cry out to the Lord in prayer. Mm, that's so good. I think that wraps it up for our conversation about fasting. Do you have anything else you want to say just in closing? No, man, just encouraging you guys in your walk with the Lord. Just keep seeking Him and, and uh, you know, spending that time in His Word, in His presence and fasting. And hope this has been a blessing to you. Thanks for listening. Hey, well, thanks for joining us in this conversation about fasting. For more about this article and this conversation, please go to nateholders.com. You can find it there. And while you're online, please subscribe to Pastor Nate's weekly newsletter to keep in the loop with what's happening at nateholders.com. Also, please continue to check in with this podcast. We're going to be putting out episodes weekly and would love to see this become something that is a real blessing to you in your life. So until then, we'll see you later. God bless you.